doing this live. You know, you think I've been doing tech for so long, I'd figure out how to turn on the mic. <laughs> Don't worry, I often forget to. <laughs> Sometimes it's tricky because you got to push the button on the bottom, and then you got to push, push the button on you, and yeah, yeah. it gets kind of great. Uh, but anyways, uh, welcome to Crossroads, a Crossroads Youth Podcast Special. Uh, I'm Pastor Tyler Maynard. I'm joined with our very special guest, the Life Church Connections Pastor, Pastor Guy Parker. How you doing, man? I am doing well. Doing well today. How are you? I am fantastic. I mean, it's a Saturday. It, it's a Saturday. It's 2.41 right now, currently. All right. All right. And, uh, yeah, I can't complain about a pretty chill Saturday. I know. The, the weather is not bad. I, I think it's been, been kind of a beautiful day today. Yeah. All right, uh, so would you mind telling our listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So Pastor Guy here, uh, been coming to the Life Perch Church since it's uh, pretty much birth. Um, that was like 2010? Yeah, it's been a really long time. Actually, it was pre-2010. Really? Just because um, we had to do like the planning stages. We were originally meeting at uh, a room at the Shores Church. Uh, and then we moved to this building. This one building didn't work. And then we ended up uh, eventually finding this place. So I've been here for a really long time. Initially approached to do sound and then grew into this particular role. Um, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then even in being here, just a little bit about me, uh, I didn't find my wife here, but I uh, got married while I was still, while I'm still close at enough. this church. Yeah, it's, it's close enough. It's close enough. And now my wife comes here, uh, Rochelle. Hello, Rochelle, in case you're watching this. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been, a, it's been a fun and wild ride and definitely excited to see where God takes, uh, obviously, the, the life church. But yeah, I like playing sports too. I mean, that's basically <laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you were like one of the first people I met when I started coming here because I started coming here in like 2014. Yeah, 2014, and we were still doing well. What we know nowadays is Bridge, but back then it was called Volume Late Night. Yeah, yeah, we uh, had Volume Late Night, and it was at 9 p.m. I don't know how we did that. Yeah, honestly, at my age now, not saying that I'm like crazy old or anything, but at my age, I don't know if I can do that anymore. I, uh, I get tired around nine now. G- give me enough caffeine. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'm gonna, Honestly, if I get enough caffeine, I'm going to crash. It's not, not going to happen. No, I, 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 I could probably pull it off, but once it get to like 11 o'clock, then I just start... I just start dipping. Nose know. diving into just exhaustion. Yeah, and then even in those days, too, we would stay up till, like, 12, 1 o'clock. We, like, I, I, there were times we left at one thirty. Yeah, it's a long, long time ago. Back when Tyler actually had long hair. I, I Yeah. L- lucky enough, my old Facebook account is gone, so all those pictures don't exist anymore. I think we need to find those pictures. I may actually have one still, so. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. I might have to show it on a Sunday. Sunday I, 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 we'll do that for Pastor Appreciation Month. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've known you for a really long time. It's really cool. Just wanted to give you quick kudos. Really cool to see where God has brought you from. Um, just coming in the doors initially and just seeing your heart initially. And then from there, you know, 2014, to where you are now, like just your heart, your passion, 
your love, even for youth ministry or just ministry in general, just wanting to serve. Uh, honestly, we could not ask for a, a better youth director, intern youth director than who we have because you see the amount of work that you put into those kids' lives, just not just doing things on Wednesdays, but you're doing things outside of Wednesdays too for them too, events yeah. and other things too. So just wanted to give you mad kudos. And then now starting a podcast too. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. I, I don't know how you have enough time. I, I basically just live here at this point. I, it's true. His bed's actually right over there in the corner. You can't yeah, see yeah, it. I, I have a little room underneath the sound booth. So I just kind of just sneak in there and it's got a sleeping bag and everything. Sleeping bag, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know you got a pretty good devotional for us here today. I've checked it out. It's fantastic. Um, but first off, I'm going to pray because if we don't pray, we're just talking to ourselves and not actually talking to God and about God. Yep. So Father God, we, we come before you mm-hmm. and we lay down this podcast to you. We lay down our own thoughts and intuition. We lay that to you yeah. because God, we want you to speak today. We want you to speak today, even through our imperfections and our flaws, Lord. We want to glorify your name. Father God, be with us today. Mm-hmm. Be with the listener or the viewer today, Lord. That you would speak something so deeply into their hearts that they cannot deny it's anything else but you. Because it is you, Lord. Pray all this and more in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeah. So uh, Tyler approached me. Um, actually, I think it was this week, right? Wasn't Something it? No, like it was that. on Saturday. It was last Saturday. Last Saturday. Last Saturday. I plan ahead. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. You can tell, which is good. Um, but the topic that I came with today is something that, honestly, I know a lot of people struggle with. I know me personally, I have struggled with this particular area in my life. Uh, even pre-Christian and still as a Christian, um, just because it's it's hard to like not, and I'm going to give you a spoiler here, it's hard to not compare yourself to something or somebody else. And that's what we're going to kind of chat about today. It's just that comparison trap that we often get ourselves into when we're looking at somebody and we're saying, hey, that person has like a really nice car or You know, like as a guy that likes to go work out and go to the gym, sometimes I look at other guys and I'm like, man, that guy like has, he's, he's built. Like I would love to like have that type of physique, you know, that, that guy over there is eating the right things, doing that. And I'm comparing myself to somebody else, either physique, or I'm comparing myself to maybe I go to a home and I see the home and it's just like, beautiful and gorgeous and I'm thinking to myself wow I would love to be in like this type of home like what did this person do that like I can't do and I'm comparing myself to essentially their realities and trying to say all right well that's my I want that to be my reality you know and I honestly I think that's something that we deal with as an everyday life you know that's just common to the culture I mean Mm -hmm. You, you go on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, whatever social you use, and, you know, you'll see a lot of the bigger celebrities flexing, like, their Lamborghinis or Bugattis or mm-hmm. Rolls Royces or, like, flexing, like, their physical muscles because they're just, like, a bodybuilder and ripped, even though most of them juice or take steroids. So true. Don't, 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 don't worry do if it. your body doesn't look good. As long as you're healthy, it's good because 
you don't want to be taking anabolic steroids or like HGH. We do not condone that. We, we do not condone drug use. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be not. bad if we did, especially that, at a church. This would turn into a different podcast. It'd turn into a very different podcast. That's very true. It's very It'd true. Turn into like Jake Paul's <laughs> podcast. Uh, that is true. Ooh, that's very shade. true. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was beautiful. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've even found myself comparing uh, even this, this past week um, with the way that like some of people's like their accomplishments and kind of what they've accomplished over a certain period of time. And I think to myself, I'm 37 and I have not even accomplished like half of what that person maybe you're has. Not, you're not 37. I'm 37. What? I'm 37. Yeah, dude, I got to keep up. I'm an old guy. I'm an old guy. Um, even though I said earlier that I'm not old, which is interesting. Matter of perspective, really. Yeah, but I find myself comparing to a lot of different things. And then even, and I know that uh, we've had chat about this uh, just even in our, essentially, our single days, right? You're comparing yourself to maybe another uh, couple that's in, like, a relationship, and you're like, man, you know, for me personally, I'd be like, man, I wish I had a girlfriend like that to go on dates with, or I like, I want a lady to cuddle up. And if you're a guy, you probably relate. Uh, You know, you want a lady to cuddle up, you want to watch movies, to eat popcorn, you know, go on romantic trips with. And I found myself looking at these happy couples and comparing my life to them. Now, thankfully, since that time, I've gained a wife, which is nice. You, uh, and you have gained become a wife. happily. I gained a wife. Yep. It's not like you and completed I, a quest in Zelda, dude. <laughs> I gained her. I gained her. You it's have gained a, one wife. Instead of a follower, I've gained a wife. Hey. Um, but I found myself even comparing in those situations, right? Like asking God, where's my lady at? You know, where is my, my woman? Why don't I have that? And, you know, it's so easy. You just alluded to it. You know, there's things called Instagram and Facebook, yeah. even TikTok. I mean, all of those essential accounts live for likes. Um, and I mean, I posted, if you want to look up our dog, we, we recently got a dog. He's been around our house now for about a month and a half. And I made a TikTok for him and an Instagram. Uh, but I just wanted to show his world the cuteness. And I was like, you know what? That'd be really cool if he became TikTok famous, right? So I posted a video like four hours ago, I think it is now. And it had like 800 views already. It's it crazy, had man. like 160 likes. But then I found myself like looking at it and I was like, oh, look, it's got a lot of likes. And I'm like, great. I'm talking about comparing today. And I'm like, <laughs> look at this. Like <laughs> I'm living for likes and this, like Arthur needs all those likes. Um, but I found myself com- even comparing in that. So, you know, I, I know that comparison not a new issue whatsoever. Um, the the cool thing is, we learn a lot of things in scripture, right? Mm. Um, thankfully, we have a big word of knowledge, and it gives us lots of insight into life. And there were even some situations in scripture where there were comparison in the Bible, right? You have Cain killing his brother Abel, right? So because essentially God was more pleased with Abel's offering. So Cain killed his brother Abel. 
Then you have things like Joseph's brother comparing themselves to Joseph and how much the father loved Joseph. And they so much so compared themselves that they decided to sell him into slavery. And then even Saul compared how many enemies that he had killed in battle with David. And so he was doing comparison, which eventually led him to a frenzy of wanting to kill David. So this is not a new thing, right? And so it's hard to like overcome these comparison traps and these comparison issues. Um, again, I found myself comparing recently. First Corinthians says, you will face nothing that is uncommon to mankind. So all the problems that we face nowadays are the same problems our ancestors faced thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the same problems that, you know, our kids, 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 kids face hundreds of years later. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 we're going to be facing the same exact problems till, till Jesus comes back. And then, well, depending where you stand, you could have no problems or quite a few problems. That is very true. Isn't that what they say? Take a uh, choice. History is doomed to repeat itself. Yep. Isn't that not the case? Yeah, history repeats itself. Um, out of curiosity, have you found yourself at any point in your life comparing your situation to somebody else's situation or comparing your physique to somebody else's physique? Like Way too often. Wait, yes. Way, way <laughs> too often. Um, so especially in high school, it was girls. Like, oh, my gosh, all my friends have already had girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And then before I was a Christian, it was, oh, my gosh, some of my friends have already had sex. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And there's like there's almost like that kind of like, oh, my gosh, like, if I'm not keeping up to the status quo, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, and then when I got sponsored as a snowboarder, then there was the comparison of, like, what my skill set was. Um, fortunately, I was just really specialized in, like, racing and, like, high-speed stuff. Yeah. But then you see some guy do like a double backflip off like a 50-foot cliff, and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. My career's done. Yeah, and I would not like, attempt that. Like, you, you see all these things that other people are doing, mm-hmm. and then you almost have that doubt of like, I can't do that, or like, I don't have that. And, and then you almost take it almost like a personal attack because it's like, I don't... I don't have the same, that same value that that person has because they have a more highly, highly seeked skill, mm-hmm. like that more highly attributed skill. So it, it almost makes you feel like you're not worth it in some regard. And I, yeah. I really had to struggle with that like identity issue because like, yeah. especially like yeah, just some encouragement here, like you are not you're not flawed because you can't do something mm-hmm. like yeah i can't say it again say it again for yeah, people yeah, know that. You, you are not flawed if you can't do something yeah like it, it, it's okay not to be able to do certain things yeah um because god gives us in different ways yeah some people are gifted in you know physical appearance some people are gifted in you know athletic ability um, just because you can't do something doesn't mean, you know, you don't have any worth. I used to play hockey. I was a goaltender. And a big thing was your stats because your stats would mm-hmm. determine if you, you know, if you started or you're the backup. Um, thankfully, the league I played, there was only, like, one goalie per team, so I was always the starter. 
Nice, but, nice. But, okay. like, I'd always go on the stats to see, like, how good I did and, like, how I was faring up. Um, and to be honest, I, I knew I played my heart out, but the stats didn't say so. Right. Because, like, especially numbers and, like, Instagram likes and all that, those are just numbers. It doesn't show, like, all the things that are happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So, like, I could, I could have played my heart out and made, like, 40 saves, but I still could have gave up, like, six goals. So, I you know, I could have played the game of my life, stood on my head, just had a few bad bad breaks, and or my defense didn't help me at all. But my goals against average would be six, which is awful. Right. But that doesn't it doesn't say the whole story. Yeah. So like especially like when you compare, you have to see the whole picture. You can't look at one or two little things. Yeah. Because you don't get the whole picture. You're just getting, like, a, a little, like, people-type vision of it. Yeah, and then that's what that's what Instagram and Facebook are, are all about, right? You only – who's going to put their, like, actual real lives on Instagram and Facebook, right? You're going you're gonna to choose the highlight. You're going to choose the best thing that you can typically choose. So that way everybody has a glimpse into your beautiful and wonderful world. But then, like you said, you're only seeing a small little glimpse of their actual life. The rest of their lives may be a complete mess, right? They may have chose the right background where, like, that particular place is, like, very beautiful. But then all the rest of the house is just complete garbage. So you don't know, right? Um, With your Out of Curiosity snowboarding and even hockey um when did you essentially have that sense where like okay i'm i'm done comparing myself to other people was it when you eventually stepped out of those particular roles or did you say at some point during season like okay i gotta stop looking at stats or i gotta stop looking at somebody that can do the double flippity backflip that you uh, said. I don't know a, what That's it was a really called. hard trick to land. Uh, yeah, I, again, I don't Double know any of this. Double but, um, <laughs> but have you ever found yourself like, <laughs> all right, this is the time that I'm going to stop comparing? Or you just had it all the way up until you said, all right, this particular sport or this particular uh, adventure is not for me anymore, and then stepping into yeah. a different role. Double, I still can't get over double, double flippity. Yeah, double flippity. Snowboard. It's like a Mick twist, but you just do an extra flip in it. That can be done, right? Probably. Okay. Uh, People have done crazy things. Not by me, but Um, it's come at different points. I know for snowboarding, it's after I got out. Okay. Like once I kind of retired, um, because I just didn't need to compare because that just wasn't my focus anymore. Um, my focus was on just becoming a better person at that point. That's good. And I would say in terms of hockey, um, probably my last season because I, 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 like, I knew I was doing good. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I was proud of it. Everyone was, like, really happy with the way I was playing. I think at the end of the season I had, like, a 2.34 goals against. If you don't know hockey, that's actually really good. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's pretty solid starter stats. Um, I think a- after I definitely won a like actually won a championship playing hockey. Okay. That that's when I was just like I don't need to like I've reached the peak. I'm good with that. Um, 
and then I realized like my actual stats. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually. I was comparing myself to what other things were telling me, but I realized like, you know, I I I can do really good if I put my mind to it. Because I think in the that final series, I had like a one point seven five or something goals against. That is another good stat. That, that's that, that's, good that's stat. impressive. Um, but ultimately, like, I, I think the big lesson here is comparison is it's just not worth it. Because yeah. um, when you compare yourself to something, it, it's almost counterfeiting what God already put in you. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a trap. Like yeah, you're, it's a trap. It's a you're snare. getting yourself into a trap because essentially what it's doing is, and you just you just said it. You know, comparison is going to be essentially a, a way for the enemy to get into your mind to think about other things, so that way you're not truly turning your focus to what God has in store for you. And that's what the devil wants to do, right? The devil wants to turn your focus away from God and not pursue the blessings that God has because I can assure you that if you are following Jesus with your heart and you are going full force, there are going to be blessings. Now, Amen. will there be hills and valleys? Yes. I mean, unfortunately... That, that's just life. That's just life. Even if you're a Christian or a not Christian, not a not Christian, not, not a Christian, <laughs> not that's life. And so the devil wants to throw these things in front of your face and saying, hey, look at what that person has. That looks really nice, right? Or look at what that couple has. And it's going to turn your focus away from God. And there might be a blessing that's like right around the corner for you. But now you're focused on something completely different and you're going to miss what God has for you. Take an example, the verse of the church, John 10, 10. We can see it on the wall right over here. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Yeah. Are we going to have a more abundant life if we are turning our focus from God because we're trying to compare ourselves and our situations to every single person? Mm. I always tell Rochelle, again, my wife, love you, Rochelle. Um, I always tell Rochelle, uh, whenever we are, you know, kind of just talking about life and, you know, we talk about like, okay, well, our friends are, you know, like 30 and 31 and they have a kid and they have a house and like you just, you feel so far behind once you get a little bit older. And so I've felt that. Um, and I keep on telling Rochelle and having to keep on telling myself, we can't compare our current situation to what somebody else's situation is. Our current situation is not going to be, not going to always be our situation. I know yeah. that without a doubt, because I know that God is blessing us. And we've seen his blessings over and over and over again. And I am not about to let the devil st steal and kill and destroy our lives just because he wants to rob us of joy and then all of a sudden we are focused on something that we should not be focused on. Mm. Our one true thing that we are here on earth to do as Christians is to follow the Lord with all of our heart. Mm. And then everything else lays out before us after that. Uh, Again, hills and valleys happen, but that's life.
Yeah. It, life is almost like a one-way street. Mm-hmm. And we all try, like, we all try, like, trying to go faster and, like, trying to get to, like, that blessing. But to be fair, if you try to go faster on this road called life, you're just going to die quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't that what Sarah and uh, Abraham did? Wasn't it Sarai and Abram? Where they were trying to have kids, and they were older, and then Abraham was... Isn't that Sarah and Abraham? Maybe I'm mixing it up. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too sure, dude. I don't know. Um, Anyways, forget I said that. <laughs> yeah, like, we, we're all at different points on this, on this road, on this continuum. Um, I, I know for me, I know one of the biggest things I guess I wish I had was just a little bit more money so I could, like, buy my own place. That's just not the spot I'm in right now. Yeah. And that's okay. Um, because I, I, I've seen the Lord's blessing in just being okay in the situation I'm in currently. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you're not, you're not comparing your situation with somebody else's. You're saying, yeah. oh, yeah, I don't have enough finances right now to achieve something that I want to do. But you know that blessings are right around the corner. But you're not going on Instagram and seeing somebody with a $1.2 million house and essentially saying, hey. Uh, to, be, to be fair, that's just way too much. That is a lot. Like, <laughs> is a me, lot. me and Sarah, hi, Sarah, uh, we, we've, we've picked up this thing called geocaching. It's like a, like a scavenger hunt, GPS-guided yeah, scavenger I've always hunt. heard of that, but I've never done that. Uh, it, it's, a, it's pretty fun. Um, but, like, I remember a couple nights ago we were geocaching and we were turning around to get back onto, like, this road to, like, get off and go south. And then we, came, we pulled in this cul-de-sac, and it was just this giant house. And literally all I could think is, like, what do you need that big of a house for? Like, like especially, like, these mansions, like, these, like, two, three million dollar mansions that you see on, like, Instagram or, like, YouTube or something. Like, what do you even do with all that space, dude? It's a lot of space. Like, like that, that's almost like you're just trying to keep up with appearances as opposed to, like, actually utilizing the space that you have. Like, I lived in a trailer most of my life, like, mm-hmm. and we same, still, we, yeah, we still had plenty of space to do things. Yeah. Like, you, you, you'll be surprised how much you don't need. Yeah. You'll be surprised at how much you don't need, and you still find happiness. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's... It's one of those things where, like, happiness is like a fleeting feeling, mm. but like, when you when you find when you find contentment in where God's kind of put you in your life, yep. you actually start finding joy, and that's what sustains. Yeah, like I I might not have it all together right now, but I know God's got it, so we'll be okay at some point. Mm-hmm. Like I I have that that expectation of joy. Because I know the Lord's going to take care of whatever I end up going through in this yep. this thing called life, however long it still may be. Yeah, because we don't know our time, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's why even I, I hope just, it, I hope it's no time soon. Life's pretty. I'm, I know, I'm having man. fun. I kind of want to live for a good solid maybe fifty, sixty years. I mean that. Yeah, I, that seems good to me. I, I, I'd aim for like sixty, seventy, so I could see my grandkids. That ooh, I do like that that thought. Um, but that's the that's the thing, you know. We we just essentially we have to make sure that 
when the enemy tries to get a foothold in our lives, because that's what comparing can do, and that's yeah. what, you know, anger and bitterness and resentment and all of that, that's a way for the enemy to essentially tell us a lie and to try to get a foothold in our lives, yeah. you know, and even saying something like when we compare ourselves to something or we compare a situation to something, essentially what we're saying to ourselves is we're not good enough to have that particular item. Yeah. Or, Comparison is literally a snare. Like, have you seen like a hunting yeah. snare? Oh, yeah. So yeah. You, lay, you lay on the ground and then a bunny kind of runs over and then. Sounds like you put those snares up pretty frequently, eh? No, I in the my backyard my, of your my, my <laughs> uncle hunts a lot, and then I okay. spent some time out in like eastern Pennsylvania, uh, western Pennsylvania. My apologies, western Pennsylvania, and there were always just a bunch of hunters and like snares okay. and whatnot, especially during like the summer. Yeah. Um. So I I know how they work, but like comparisons, literally that mm-hmm. you could be walking, you could be rocking down that trail of life, and then all of a sudden. You get you get trapped in comparison, yep. and comparison doesn't propel you forward. Yeah, it keeps you in that same place. That's good, just like a trap or a snare, it keeps you in that same place. Um, but the the the, the, the honest truth is, like, comparison could turn into addiction. Yeah, that addiction of comparison because it's just like you, you want to. Like, you want to show, like, a really, like, cool life or, like, a really yeah. fancy life. Um, actually, just, I've seen clips of this movie called The Menu. I've heard of yeah, that Yeah, basically, uh, it's about this, like, this restaurant owner or, like, this chef. Uh, and basically, he'd get, like, he serves, like, the really, like, ultra-rich, like, billionaires and all that. Mm-hmm. Um but ultimately, like, his entire, like, in his entire, like, course is basically just roasting them about how they're, you know, fish, like, shallow and fascistic and all this stuff. It, it, it's, it seems to be a pretty good movie. I, it's a movie I definitely want to watch. Um, movie date. Let's go. Movie date. Uh, you know, we, we try looking for all of these things mm-hmm. and, like, try to, like, Look highly, and um, you know, in in that movie, there's ironically enough a character named Tyler. It's not me. Okay. I, I am not Tyler. It's a from real the life me- story about Tyler's life. I, I am not Tyler from the menu. I am. I'm just Pastor Tyler. <laughs> um, but he, you know, he's like taking all these pictures so he could show off. Like, oh, I'm I'm, di- I'm dining at Hawthorne's. This is like the best restaurant ever. Even though you had to pay like fifteen hundred bucks just to get in there, yeah, what a rip off! Um, I don't know if any food is that yeah. good or that worth it to pay that. If fifteen hundred, I'm good. Nah, dude, I'll just make a chicken salad at home. Yeah, I'm okay I, with that. I'll just like cook up like a hamburger or something. Um, that does sound but good. but basically, he tries to impress you know the chefs with all their with all his knowledge that he learned, but then he's like actually in the kitchen and just messes everything up. Some, sometimes that's us. We try comparing yep. ourselves to something that we're not. And, and really all it does is just hijack the identity that God's already put in you. Mm-hmm. I, didn't find my, I didn't find my full confidence until I realized, wow, God called me into ministry. Yeah. Um, now, was I fully prepared for that? No. Am I still fully prepared for that? Heck no. I, I don't think you're ever really fully you're, you're prepared You're never really ministry. ready to like 
do do that well. You you gotta trust God along the way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, c- comparison is just this addictive cycle. Yeah. That doesn't really take you anywhere, and in no way is it really productive. Yeah. Yeah. I have one quick thought, and then um, I actually wrote down some some ways to kind of get out of that comparison trap. Mm. We'll we'll go we'll go to there because. Yeah, we all know, like, oh, man, they're talking about comparing, and it's awful, and it's horrible, and it's not good. Like, we already know that, but what if I'm already in a comparison, or I'm already, like, finding myself to comparing myself to something else? How do I get out of it? But I'll give you that in just a moment. There's actually a store, just remembered this, there's a store, I believe, in downtown Ferndale. Um, it's, either Ferndale. Ferndale, it's either Ferndale or Royal Oak. I think it's Ferndale. But it is literally a store that you can go into and they have all of these backgrounds in the store and you literally have a selfie ring and you take selfies at the store. Again, presenting like your best life in that sense. And so it's like we even have a store to try to like get us to that place where we're like, look at my life. It's great. I I didn't even know that. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's downtown Ferndale. You got to check it out. Um, I I haven't gone in there. I've just seen it every time that I've drove by. The only place I've been to in Ferndale is the skate shop there. I'm like, what have you been to? Like the skate shop, like the skateboarding. Oh, the skate, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been in that store. I can assure you of that much. Dude, dudes there are chill. I mean, okay. all of them skate. We all just talk skate stories. I nice. didn't even buy anything. Nice, that's fantastic. But yeah, it's it's not a good thing, right? Yeah. Um, and it's definitely something that the devil uses us to ensnare us and mm-hmm. try to get us trapped. But here are some some ways, you know, obviously reading scripture, that first and foremost is what you should be doing. Um, you should be doing that even if you find yourself not comparing, you know, any situation in your life. You yeah. should read scripture first and foremost. We'll just get that one out of the way because that's the obvious answer. Um, not that the Bible or scripture is like you know, less than or anything like that. It's just, it's the obvious answer that we should always go to for any situation that we have in our life. Yeah. So, and even here, here's the thing about reading scripture too, especially when it comes to comparison is like, you'll read all these stories, but you'll get the full picture. Like King David, at first he was just tending sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. The disciples were just working their regular day jobs. Yep. And even then, after they followed Jesus for a long time, they still messed up. Like, you, you see the honest picture, and you can identify with that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's not just the highlights. It's the, the, those times where things sucked. Yeah. Like, the, the entire basis of Christianity is based on a sucky situation. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you want to be seen in, like, Jesus' position, where, you know, he's being executed for... You know, for no reason. Right. I mean, you know, we, like we, can we really honestly want to compare ourselves with Jesus, especially at the end of his life? <laughs> right. No, obviously, right. As, as a Christian, we're called to be little Christ, imitators yeah. of Christ. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when you really take scripture in and take it in for what it is, and like you just, you, you don't keep it up here as just head knowledge and intellect but you put it down here in your heart and allow it to actually change your actions, mm-hmm. 
you actually see yourself in a different lens. Yeah. Like, if I take my glasses off, I can't see too much. Yep. Same. Yeah. But if I put them back on, I could actually see clearly. I could see the whole picture. Because sometimes, especially when we're walking around, we don't see the full picture. It, it's blurry in some locations. Yeah. Um, you know, we might see, like, oh, like, I, I, I don't see where what I'm supposed to do or where I'm supposed to go. Um, but once you actually put on the, once you put on like, like God, God's like lenses in your life, mm-hmm. you see like, okay, it's I good. may not be there now, but I see God preparing for that, preparing that for me later. Yeah. Like I, I know God's preparing me for some, for some crazy things. I know God is bringing some things into my life. That. I agree to um, that. I just don't see the full fruition of them yet. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just not the time for it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the book of Ecclesiastes says there is a time for everything under the sun. You know, time for war, time for peace, time to live, time to die, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But, you know, th- th- there's a time to go, you know, there's a time to step up. Yeah. And there's a time to keep going at the same pace. Yeah. Um, because, you know, God, God works in different time frames than we do. Yeah. Like, like if God worked in our time frames, we'd all be, like, millionaires and all that. Yeah, honestly, if if God worked in our timeline, we wouldn't really need God. Yeah, yeah we wouldn't really need God. Um, and and some, of the, some of those beautiful times in my life when I look back mm-hmm. are the times where I actually had to reflect and grow. Mm. Um, I, I have... Good. A, one very specific moment in my in my head right now. Um, so I retired from, I guess, professional. Even I had like one sponsor, <laughs> and that was by word of mouth. And all I got was like free clothing, which really, it is it is nice clothing. Yeah, it's really comfy too. Yeah. Um, what was it called again? Heaven yes. Heaven yes. I I, I I would shout out their website, but it appears that it has gone down. So I don't know if that company's That's still true. still up, which is a bummer because I actually really liked it. Um, but you know, so retired in January 2017, December 2016, I had an incident where I almost set off a cliff and died. Um, you know, and, and I look back at that year and, you know, I went through a lot of like night terrors and flashbacks and just identity crisis because I had devoted so much of my life to snowboarding to yeah. once that got stripped away, I really had to look at who I was as a person. Um, and this this one moment, I, I remember it so vividly. I remember I was in my grandpa's apartment out in South Jordan, Utah. Um, I had a can of root beer because I was on vacation anyways, so mm. might as well just might pa- as well splurge. Pa- pound down a root beer real quick. That's right. Um, I remember just standing there and looking out towards, like, the South Jordan, like, skyline and seeing the mountains in the background. It was late at night, and I was pretty much the only one up. And I, I was reflecting on, like, you know, I, I, I went there that year to make peace with what happened the year before. To go back to that spot, you know, and just make peace with with the loss of one stage of my life and the beginning of a next. Yeah, yeah, something that you truly loved. Yeah, something I truly loved into, I, at that point, an unknown future, but now I realize what it was leading me to. Um, you know, the, it, it's very rare you see 
a chapter of your life, like turning that page from one chapter to the next. But mm-hmm. that was one of those rare moments where I saw that, and I remember looking out, just going like, you know, I, I don't know what's coming next, but I, it's just going to be God's will because I have no idea. Yeah. And uh, you know, some seven years later, I'm a pastor now. So yeah. yeah. Now imagine if you. Uh, when you were snowboarding, you were trying to, uh, I know that you said all the way up until the end, you may have been comparing in some sense, but yeah. imagine if you would have like dug hardcore into that, right? You would have been focused solely on either that or been so heartbroken because you're like, well, I'm never going to be like that person and then not turn to essentially ministry now where yeah, I, I think you're flourishing. I think you're doing pretty well so yeah, far. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, to be honest, had I not taken that turn, I don't know if I'd be mm-hmm. uh, up here having this conversation. We'll, yeah. just, we'll put it at that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a scary situation that you were in. And yeah. so it's, it's cool just to see, again, just where God has brought you from. Uh, and again, yeah, who but, knows if you if you would have kept your eyes focused solely on snowboarding or you would have turned away and just kind of turned away from everything, um, who knows where you would even be, even if, even if it weren't the situation where, you know, you fell off, God forbid that ever happens again. But if you, if you did, and then well, lucky enough, I don't do a lot of the crazy things anymore. So I don't got to worry about falling off cliffs, I think. Um, but you know, you, you didn't just essentially like fall off the wagon. You're like, well, forget this and life, like you said, sucks and all of this. And now, you know, you wouldn't be pursuing the passion that now God yeah. has instilled in your heart to replace the passion that you had before. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be as peaceful of a man as I am now. Mm-hmm. I, I, there'd be a lot of angst and strife because it's just like snowboarding was everything. And then I lost it. And then seeing you know, all my other like classmates and friends like doing things and seeing where I was, yeah. like I I don't know how well I would have handled that. Mm-hmm. I I I definitely think I'd become a lot more reclusive if I if I didn't take the right turn and actually like be like okay God I'm in broken pieces but I'm gonna trust yeah. you to fix me. Yeah. Um, and that's what he did. I mean. I, I'm grateful for all all the things I went through to lead me to now. Mm. Um, but a big part of that was like realizing I didn't have to compare myself to anything else or anybody else. Yep. It's looking at myself through the lens that God sees me as. Yep. And, you know, th- that's my hope for you, listener or viewer, that you see yourself as God sees you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not a mistake. You haven't failed, you know. God sees you as a love child of God with an amazing purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, once you really get that and really let the, let that kind of like sink into your heart, man, that's when life changes and changes yeah. in like the greatest way it's possible freeing. too. Yeah, it's it's honestly freeing. Um, the the thing, and this is this is one of my points. The thing that freed me, I think, the most is realizing that God gave us all different gifts for a reason we all have different gifts take for example Tyler one of your gifts is Tyler could come up here and essentially talk about 
anything without like a script or like writing things out. I, I'm just good at talking. Like he, he's very good at that evangelism spirit, right? God gave you that gift yeah. and you're utilizing it and you're doing amazing at it. Whereas me, my gift, I have to write every single thing out. Like Tyler has seen some of the, the preachings that I've done. I have to write it out word for word uh, just because that's You've the way. You've been I've been like nine pages long. That Yeah, that's the way that uh, Mine are generally works. like three to four. Yeah, my brain just works. It's an interesting way. So like that's my gift is I just write everything out. I try to get scriptures and all of that. Um, worship team. I'm not a singer at all or a musician, but God gave them a different gift, right? We all have a gift that God has given us that is unique for his glory. And so that helped me first and foremost to learn to stop comparing because I know I can say, well, that person has that or that person has this. Well, God gave them a different gift for a reason. They're in that situation for a reason. Like, so I don't have to compare my reason for their reason. Cause it's my life. It's God's life. Like in, in me. To be fair, we, bo- we both do play an instrument. It's called a soundboard. That is very true. Which could be an instrument within itself. I mean, it supplements what these guys do up here. Um, I play a wicked air guitar. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I, I can look at, like, all these all these people who are, like, musicians and be like, man, I wish I could do that. But, like, you know, Psalms 139 is, Psalm 139, King David is reflecting, like, you knit me together in my mother's womb. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God designed us in a certain way yep. to where if we try counterfeiting what he's doing, we're not actually being ourselves in the way that God made us to be. Like, God put in that, like, extroverted part of me yep. so that I can talk to people. He put this technical side of me so I can, you know, make a video and audio podcast. Um, you know, God designed certain parts within me yep. to prepare me for what God had for me in the future should I follow his plan. Because yep. God gave us free will. Like, we, we have a choice to follow his plan or not. We have a choice to stay on the road or go off the trail. Um, and both answers are right. Yeah. You know, there, there's no wrong answers to this. Um, but the thing is, and the thing I want to challenge is, if you're not on the path of God and what he set before you, are you really living your best life? Yeah. True. Because I, I went off trail, and to be honest, I thought I was living my best life, but... I really, I really wasn't. Yeah. But then once I got on the trail, and this is the beautiful thing. This is one of the things I've been really, like, reflecting on recently is, like, even when I went off the trail, God set up those, those pieces to make something really beautiful. Mm. Had I not, you know, spent four years of my life trying to be a pro snowboarder, I would not have the mental, mental and physical tenacity to do ministry. Good. Especially youth ministry, because you, very true. You'll be surprised how much you run and play sports doing youth ministry. It's a lot of uh, what mental and emotional fortitude. Yeah, you you gotta have that mindset going. Like you know, it's gonna suck at times, yep. but sometimes you you gotta embrace that suck. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you, you you can't be a quitter 
and do ministry. Like, it's just not going to work out. Yeah. Um, and I realized that snowboarding taught me that mental fortitude just to keep going. Um, mostly because I didn't have a choice in the matter. Because <laughs> right. it's either get down this mountain or die. Um, glad that you chose. Yeah, glad I chose to be tough through it. But uh, you chose the good one. What you chose the good one. I, cho- I chose the right. Naturally. I chose the right answer. I'm still alive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but where's my point? Oh no, there. Okay. So like, you know, see, seeing all all the ways that I have been wrong, that God has made so very right. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful thing. So it doesn't matter how far off you are from God's, you know, path. He meets you where you where you're at and builds up the pieces so you can get back onto that path. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like kind of like he 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 almost like I don't know if you've been hiking before. I have. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially when you go off trail. Mm, the best times. The best times. You'll you'll see where other people have set up, like have like stepped on it so much that the, there's not grass there. It's just dirt, and it's almost made another trail. God does that for us when we go off of like off the plan mm. to get back onto it. He walks before us yeah. to set the path so that we can walk on it. And sometimes we don't realize that. Uh, a point you made in one of your sermons, I forgot which one, is God does 99 to 100 things when we only see one or two. Mm-hmm. Like God is doing more than I think we even know right now. Um, you know, th- that's a limitation of us. That's not a limitation of God. Right. That's just a limitation of us. Yeah. He only gives us that certain viewpoint that we need to see right now for our lives. He's already setting up things and plan and motion, and he knows where you and I are going to eventually live and kids we're going to have. Like, he knows all of that, but we're only seeing that glimpse because, honestly, I think that's all we can handle right now. Oh, Yeah. Like, if I were to see the whole plan of my life, I don't know if I'd be able to handle that. Yeah, I'd be a little scared. Like, especially, like, bad things came along. Because, mm-hmm. like, as humans, we want to be comfortable. I think that's just na- that's just naturally a... That, that just within us. Yeah. I mean, one of the... No, in, in the hierarchy of needs, one of the first ones is physiological. It's food, water air, shelter, mm-hmm. and safety. You know, I, I think that, that that's what we try to settle. Like, sometimes we just settle for that. Yeah. It, it's like, uh, man, I got, you know, you know, food and water and all that. And I, I think sometimes we settle for that spiritually. But, like, that's good. That, that, that's only, it's only going to take you so far. Like, Christianity is just not something you do on Sundays and Wednesdays or right. Sundays and Thursdays. Yeah, it's so something true. you do Sunday through Sunday. It, it, it's a constant daily thing. And yeah, are you gonna mess up at times? Yeah, I still mess up at times. Mm-hmm. But the cool reality is, just because you mess up doesn't mean that God negates the plan that He has. Right. Uh, you might go off. You might go off trail for a second, but he'll set that trail so that you can get on that path and really live out like the best life that he that he wants for you. Because yeah. he wants good things for you. 100%. He's a loving God. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. The 
Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are God's masterpiece. So mm. we are his masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do good things he has planned it for us long ago. Mm. And so we need to consistently understand that we are his masterpiece. You were just alluding to it there, right? You are that unique one-of-a-kind person that is set apart. We each have our own individual individualized trail yeah. that we tend to take. And then, yes, though we may veer off course, it's like that, uh, the footprints, the, yeah. the good old-fashioned footprints where there's one set of footprints in the stand, right? Well, why is that the case? Because he leads us on that path so that way we do not sway and if we were to sway he creates that new direction for us to eventually yeah. come back so we are as masterpiece and he even says in ephesians 4 1 i urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received and so you are currently living that life that you have received on your on your life right that calling uh because if you would have asked yourself, your, I don't know, five, ten years ago self, hey self, would you ever have dreamed or imagined that you would be a youth pastor at some point or another in your life? What do you think your old self would have said? Uh, what, ten years ago I would have been 13? So pro probably no, not. not. Probably not. <laughs> ten years ago, probably not. Uh Let's go five years. Then. Five years? So I would have been 23. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I got the call when I was 17 and then snowboarding, I got distracted by it. So I, I would have thought being a youth pastor was a fever dream. Honestly, mm -hmm. even to like a year ago, mm -hmm. youth pastor, like being a youth pastor seemed like a fever dream. It, it just seemed like that goal that was so far off. And then, like, God's like, hey, you're at the finish line. And I'm like, wait a second, what? <laughs> like, yeah. like so, sometimes, God, sometimes God works slowly. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, well, you know, I, I know the goal, so I'm just going to kind of keep going on it. And then you just kind of keep going on it, and then you never even realize you crossed the finish line already. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt because yeah. I got recognized here as a, uh, the youth pastor here in February and I couldn't believe it <laughs> right it was like that surreal moment because it, it was it, it was just like wait a second I'm actually I'm 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 the youth pastor here now I, it's like this is kind of odd my face is on the website now. yeah my face is on the website and like on our walls mm -hmm. and like I'm preaching here on a Sunday in August um and into August so if you want to Come on out, you know. Shout out. <laughs> Show some support. Um, you know, you, when you walk in the path, sometimes you get so tunnel focused yep. that you don't realize that you're like at like a really important like stage in it. But I, I think that's cool because that, that, that allows for that like awe to be there. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I actually got there. Like that fever dream I had like two, three years ago where it's just like, I'll be one one day, but it's not soon. Yeah. Like soon came up and you didn't realize soon, it. Soon came quick. And you, while you were uh, at that stage in your life, 
you learn to eventually trust God and surrender yourself over to him, um, which is cool because that can happen in comparing, yeah. right? Even go back to your first point about relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I, you know, before Sarah, I had dated someone for a year and then we we broke up and I was single for two years. Mm. Um, some people, that's like a lifetime. For me, that was two years. Uh, you know, it, it came Good to call. A, Good it, call. <laughs> it came to a point, I believe, somewhere around like October or November mm-hmm. of 2020, where I just said, "Okay, God, you know what? I'm not going to chase the carrot around. I'm, I'm I'm done chasing around this this thing. I'm going to trust you in this. Good. But I'm also just going to be content in the season you put me in now. Yeah. And then like. A month later, this this cute girl named Sarah walks in, and it's always the funniest thing to me. I I, I literally said in my mind, "Don't fall for her. You'll probably never see her again." And that and that you know, God has a God has a sense of humor, and, and God's like, "I bet." And then I can see God saying that too. Yeah, he, like, does, he does say I, I bet in what first Olympian something. something I'm like kidding. It. I'm kidding. He doesn't say that. <laughs> and then the, the, the new millennial version. The, yeah, the new age version. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I, 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 I always strive for that because I always wanted to be like, I guess considered like keeping up with the Joneses or like keeping yeah. up with the status quo. Right, comparing. Yeah. Comparing, and then when I felt like I didn't have a girlfriend, it almost felt like, "Wow, I'm worthless." Yeah, yeah. But but then once I actually broke out of that cycle and that paradigm, and I actually said, "Okay, you know what? I'm actually just content in who I am." Mm -hmm. Um, God came in and like finished up the rest, Um, and I didn't even realize it at first. He just comes in like the Kool-Aid man and breaks down the wall. Yeah, no. It, like, oh, yeah, I'm no, here. The best I can describe it is like, you ever played like baseball like on a batting cage? Yes. Like, yeah, if you've ever been to a batting cage. Lots of fun. I went to one once, and instead of picking like the slow one where it throws like 30 miles an hour, it threw like 75 miles an hour. And, man, sometimes, sometimes life comes at you like a 75-mile-an-hour softball heater. Or even, or even like, like a, like a. Have you seen like how fast they are like in the MLB? It's crazy. Where some guys are throwing I, I don't like know a, how they pay 105 to fastballs. Yeah, exactly. Like so, sometimes like you'll be going on a path and it's like, man, I've been on this path for a while. Like, I guess I'm just gonna keep walking it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, God's blessing hits you like a hundred five five mile an hour fastball. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that. That came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, again, Sarah came out of nowhere. Um, being recognized as a youth pastor, that came out of nowhere. Because yep. that conversation started in, like, I want to say, like, I want to say, like, January, not uh, December, December or November, like, last last year. Where it's like, hey, Tyler, you know, we really like you. You know, we, we know you're still in school right now, but... At some point, we want to recognize you as our as our intern youth pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that's cool. And then we, then I think like two weeks or a week before, it's like, all right, you're being recognized it on February 3rd. I'm like, what? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, it, it, it comes out of nowhere. So, like, especially when you find yourself in a season of just, like, like, man, I don't see where God's working in my life. He is working, and yes. it's going to surprise you. So true. And it's honestly, you're going you're gonna to miss it if you're not focusing on God. And there's, there's lots of things that can turn your focus away from God, right? Like we named a few a little bit earlier, but you're going to miss those types of blessings in your life when you're not focused on what he has in store for you. And that's what can happen when comparison creeps in, when bitterness creeps in, when resentment creeps in, when your focus is focused solely on a profession like you just mentioned, or focused on stats, or focused on singleness. Like there's all of these things that can take us away from what God truly has in store for us. And the, the, the greatest thing that you can do is just to turn your life over to him. And like Tyler just mentioned, that's where that 105 mile per hour fastball is going to come at you with blessings. Uh, you just mentioned Sarah. 105 mile hour blessings. <laughs> that is a great Anything name for a Anything going 105 miles an hour scares me. Unless yeah. I'm controlling it. Yeah, I mean, even that, not that I've driven a car 105 miles per hour at all. Um, this, the, actually, not, this, not this is not that. a safe place. This might yeah. be a misbelling court, so don't yeah, say anything. Yeah, yeah, not, just kidding, just kidding. I want um, a lawyer. But you're going to miss those blessings. So turning your life over to God is going to be the best thing that you will ever experience. Oh, um, yeah. And, and again, if I didn't initially turn my life over to God or I, you know, in my singleness, if I would have continued to focus on that or continued focusing on what other people have around me compared to what God was doing in my life. Because when I was single, I needed to be single. Like I, God needed to work on me. I was not, first of all, the man that God wanted me to be. There is no way that if I'm not a man that God wants me to be, I'm not going to be a husband that God has called me to be. And then after that, I'm not going to be a father that God wants to go. So I had to take that singleness and I had to stop saying, well, this person has that and they have that. And, oh, it'd be really cute to do that. I had to stop saying all of that and say, God, I'm focused on what you have for me during this season. And if if my wife is right around the corner, awesome, great, beautiful. If she's not, oh, oh well. I, I thought it was so weird. Um, we did a merit, like a men's marriage conference thing. Remember, it was on a Saturday. We had a whole bunch of men. Oh, here. invincible. And uh, no, no. Um, oh. Remember when Tom, Pastor Tom? Uh, I, did I remember that. that vividly because I felt so challenged. Yeah, I, I was single at the time, and I'm just like I was single too, and it was it was so the the reason why it was like it was weird and awkward. Great stuff, by the way. It was amazing. It was awesome. It was, we love you, Pastor. I Tom. think something that we needed to to have, but it was weird because at the end, Pastor Tom had us do something, yeah. and it was literally write out a letter as if you're talking to your wife. Now, at the time, again, I was single, and I was, like, really, I was really trying to, like, not focus on the fact that I was single. Yeah. And that just, like, spoke to me, and I'm like, 
okay, I, I know my wife is, is around the corner. Now, I think that was in 2019. I didn't meet my wife until a few years later. So I knew that God still needed to work on me. And the really cool, unique thing about that is that letter I kept on the whole time and actually gave that to my wife on our wedding day. No Because way. I thought it was a really cool thing. And I, I read it to her um, in... In our wedding video, um, we didn't want to see each other before. This is a really cool story. I know it's kind of like off, but Whatever, we dude. have a part where we didn't want to see each other. So we were around the wall and we were holding hands. And I had that letter and I read that letter to her. It was the first time that she had heard that particular letter. That's awesome. But I thought it was weird initially writing it. Because I'm like, why am I writing something that has not happened yet? Oh, that person has that. That person has that. Why am I writing this right now? But it's because God used that particular situation in my, or that particular time in my life to say, I need to work on you, right? Yeah. My focus was solely on to God. And I had to pray in those times. That's another it's another way that you can beat this whole comparison trap is, is prayer and even praising God for the things that have already happened in your life. Because again, if you're going to be focused on other things, you're going to completely miss it. And so yeah. prayer and praise are one of the biggest ways to essentially get out of that trap. And so in those moments of singleness where I was like, woe is me. I had to really hand it over to God and trust him and pray and praise God for the things that had already been done. Yeah, I had to do the same thing. I had to do the same exact thing. And that's when the, like, at the, the ball actually started rolling. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, God, I'm, I'm tired of like this boo-hoo me mentality. Yeah. I'm going to trust you because you're a good God. And, you know, if I find someone awesome, if not, I have you. That's even better. And then here, here we are. I've almost been almost dating my girlfriend for two years. It's a long time. That's a long time. It's awesome, though. Again, just your your heart and seeing your heart in that, and then even doing things like this. It's yeah. it's really cool. So uh, I just want to just challenge us all today to, and it's sometimes easier said than done, but to really just stop comparing our lives to somebody else or stop comparing our situation or our job status or our physique or anything about our lives that we may deem like not as good as somebody else. We really have to stop comparing those situations to our situation because God has his direct timing for us. God has his direct blessings for us and so we need to really just focus on what he has for us and to to pray to him and to praise him and honestly just understand that God has given each of us a unique gifting and a unique passing and calling and purpose we are his masterpiece I tell this story all the time but I had to literally the the masterpiece part I had to literally tell myself that in the mirror for a year straight, and I consistently tell that story because it, it's true. I had to consistently say, because I thought I was just so incredibly worthless, 
And those were words that I was putting in my own head. And unfortunately, just people can be mean. And yeah. so people were being mean to me and just because of the, maybe the way that I looked, I was a little bit heavier set. And so I had to consistently tell myself, I am a precious and priceless child of God in front of the mirror. And it took a year of convincing myself for that. And so I never want anybody that's watching this or anybody that's in the church, I never want us to get into that situation where we're saying, woe is me, and we're defeated, and we think that, like, life is the worst. And honestly, you said it earlier, Tyler, God has such a beautiful gift for each and every single person that wants to receive his precious gift, his precious salvation. And so I would just challenge us to really turn and focus to what God has in store for us, to not lose it. Do not lose it because life can just get in the way. Life can get messy, man. It can get messy. really messy. Yeah. That was good, man. That was really good. I got you. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a really good challenge for everybody, including me. Like, not comparing, just understand that God's put all of us in our specific places for specific reasons that ultimately lead up to His purpose in our lives, mm-hmm. and it's it's a loving purpose. If the Garden of Eden said anything about God. Is that he loves us and wants yeah. to set this beautiful place and things in our lives. So if God's nature is never changing, what does that say about God today? Yeah. It says the same exact things. Um, no, they look a bit different because we live in a broken world. Yeah. But ultimately, if you do follow God and you follow his plans and you have faith that he'll lead you to those beautiful places like You'll be surprised where God leads you. It's good, you know, and, and it may not look like you know private jets yeah. and you know mansions and whatnot, um, but it's going to lead you to a place where you actually feel joyous about this life. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to just say a quick prayer. Yeah. And uh, I guess we'll wrap it up for today. Father God, let let us check our hearts to see if we're following your path. And if you're not, if we're not, Lord, set the path before us so we can get back in that path. Because Father God, we know you love us. You care for us. You have set up a plan for our lives. Holy Spirit, be the guides in our lives dwell within us and be that be that compass that puts us on the path that God has set give us peace and joy even the times we don't see you working because you are Mm -hmm. and we we know it's just a restriction of our human nature because God you are always working all things together for our good Mm -hmm. Lord, we pray all this in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. 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 I, 
I just pray that God would just reveal all of the gifts and talents that each and every single person has, because again, he specifically picked out very specific ones for each of us. And so definitely he's going to give great vision and clarity for, for our lives. So definitely do not miss what God has in store for you because it's going to blow you away. Amen. Um, Amen. I got no other comments, so I think it's a good spot to wrap it up. Amen. God is good, right? All the time. And all the time. God is good. Beautiful. All right. So thank you for watching. Either you're watching this live or you're watching this a little after the fact. We thank you for for, for taking a bit of time out of your day just to listen to us wax poetic about our lives, but then tell about the beauty of Jesus. Yeah. And the plan that God has for us. Um, yeah. Thank, thank you, Tyler, for just putting this together. I know that you put a lot of, uh, a lot of really cool episodes. So if you haven't seen all of the previous ones, definitely check it out. If you want, you want to drop your handle. Yeah. So right now, if you're watching this on Facebook, you already know it. It's a uh, Crossroads YM. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also watch it on YouTube at Crossroads Youth Ministry Life Church Warren, which I really wish I could shrink that down, but that's really. Every other one was taken. Yeah. Um, then we went on Spotify at Crossroads. And, uh, yeah, if you want to check out my own personal life, I am at on Instagram at Myler Tainard. And then Facebook, Tyler Maynard. <laughs> that one always gets me. But, yeah, Myler Tainard. Yeah, definitely uh, watch all of the, the previous ones because there have been a lot of really cool yeah, there, guests there's that been, you There's been good on. nuggets in yeah, each a, one, dude. And, and the really cool thing about it is each person that brought something uh, has brought something that they're personally passionate about, which yeah. is awesome. Um, so check those out. Also check him out, Myler Tainard. Um, and he is an amazing uh, speaker and gifted pastor. And so uh, if you, in August, remember this, come and check him out. Do you know what Sunday that is? Uh, it's last Sunday in August. I last say it's Sunday like, in August. Come check out I want to say it's the 27th. The 27th. August yeah. 27th or 25th. But come check know, him out. He's, uh, he's going to bring it. He's going to bring good word. Yeah. Already working on it. Already working on it. But right. uh Either way, thanks for listening or watching, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Catch you on the flip side. The flip side? The sidey flip. What what side side flip? Like, is it kick flip, heel flip? The flippity flip, remember? Oh, uh, the... uh, Like I said earlier. Mick flippity? The the big flippity? Big flippity, small flippity. Big flippity, dippity, flippity, double helix. Flip, flip. I I don't know. (laughs) All right, we're just just talking nonsense. We'll catch you guys later.